Hi and welcome to Paul Martin's Catholic Podcast. I'm Paul Martin. I used to be a Presbyterian, then Pentecostal lay preacher. After studying the Bible and church history afresh, I converted to Catholicism in December 2017. I'm talking today about a very sensational topic and a very controversial topic among many people and it has many, many conspiracy theorists have been fascinated for centuries and that's Freemasonry. I knew a Freemason once and he put up on his social media profile a sticker that said we don't control everything just the important stuff and I remember chuckling to myself and thinking well if only that was true or is it true do they control everything are they involved in all these conspiracies like many sensational books say I once remember reading a far side comic by Gary Larson and it shows a scientist in his white lab coat and he's looking into a microscope and he's got his hands held high in the air and he's got his wallet in one of his hands and there's a voice from the microscope saying now slowly put the wallet on the table that's what a lot of people believe are sensational conspiracy theories. Are they actually true? Well, Kevin Alfred Strom in 1993 wrote, To determine the true rulers of any society, all you must do is ask yourself this question. Who is it that I am not permitted to criticise? This quote is often falsely attributed to Voltaire or George Orwell, neither of whom ever said this. It's actually a conspiracy theorist called Kevin Alfred Strom. Uh, he's actually a white supremacist and he went to jail for possessing child pornography. Obviously, he's not much of a sterling person to quote from, but the reason I say this is because it's an example of how much misinformation gets around and people attribute something that Voltaire supposedly said or George Orwell supposedly said, and it's important to do fact-checking. The other reason I use this quotation is because what he says is true that if you want to know who you cannot who controls a society find out who you're not allowed to criticize are freemasons or catholic conspiracy theories true well who does control everything have a look at the chinese government in china people that oppose the government are sent to prison or concentration camps and there are credible rumours that they use these prisoners for human organ harvesting.
So it's pretty clear that the Chinese government controls China and not just China but much of the world where they seem to be colonising economically many places. What about Masonic conspiracy theories and Catholic conspiracy theories that we supposedly control all the world? Are they logical, let alone factual? And what I notice about Freemasonry is that many, many sensational books have been published slandering them, libeling them. And the same thing is done about the Catholic Church. A lot of sensational misinformation is spread. And if the Freemasons controlled society, people would be terrified of criticising them. The same thing with the Catholic Church. There wouldn't be all these sensational newspapers exposing cases of pedophilia and nor would there be newspapers viciously attacking Catholicism far more than any other religion. The Catholic Church, the number of scandals is not proportionally higher than any other denomination, but the media loves to go after the Catholic Church. It seems to excite people more. One thing about Freemasonry is if they did control the important stuff as they put it, my question is why are they declining in numbers? They've been declining for probably the last century, the greater part of the last century. Simply men are either not interested in joining the Masonic Lodge or they just couldn't be bothered or they, they have religious convictions against it or they just think that it's stupid. Now I compare this to Islamic societies where in Sudan, Iran and Pakistan and Saudi Arabia you can suffer the death penalty for mocking or ridiculing Islam. It's a very intolerant and extreme thing to do. And it's clear that Islam does control those societies. Western politicians in countries where Muslims are just a small minority, even many of them, most of them are terrified of criticising Islam. And in the Netherlands... Kiet Wilders, a politician who has criticised Islam, and Ayan Hirsi Ali, a Somali ex-Muslim woman, they both have to live under 24-hour police protection because they could be killed. So, as I say again, if you want to know who controls a society, learn who you can't criticise. Freemasonry has been the subject, however, of much misinformation and myths and it's not my intention to defame Freemasonry and it's not my intention to defend Freemasonry. My intention here is to define Freemasonry, to describe it accurately In the 
90s, there was a hoax and it was called the Taxel hoax. And it was a hoax that was designed to mock Freemasonry and Catholicism. And it was published by a nasty Frenchman called Leo Taxel. And he, he, he was a man who slandered Pope Pius IX. He wrote a slanderous fictional book called The Secret Loves of Pope Pius IX. And after the Pope published an encyclical criticising Freemasonry called Humanum Genus in 1884, Taxel publicly pretended to convert to Catholicism. And needless to say, many of the naive, unwitting Catholics rejoiced at his conversion and thought, wow, he's become a Catholic now. And he got up and he announced that he'd been in, in the Masonic Lodge and he was going to write an expose of what the Freemasons went up, up to. And he published a four-volume history of Freemasonry and he used fictitious eyewitnesses. And he claimed that the Freemasons participated in Satan worship. And he wrote another book called The Devil in the 19th Century. And he claimed that all these bizarre tales of in meeting incarnate demons. And he said that one of them supposedly wrote prophecies on a woman's back with his tail and another played the piano and he was shaped like a crocodile. And it's hard to believe anyone could believe this garbage, but people seem to want to believe crazy and sensational conspiracy theories. Perhaps it's because their own life is too mundane and boring and they like to imagine something much crazier is going on in the world. Well, in 1897, he called a press conference and Leo Taxel publicly announced that everything he'd said about Freemasonry was fiction and he basically mocked and made fun of the people that had given him publicity by reading his books and how the Catholic Church had made a fool of itself by promoting him and they had, rightly or wrongly, they had believed a sensational, bizarre set of conspiracy theories and they had egg on their face because of what they'd done. I personally think that Freemasonry is more of a, a storm in a teacup. It's of old gentlemen, many of whom I've known throughout my life. There's nothing particularly remarkable about all the Freemasons I've known. Some of them are very nice generous men. Others are not so friendly and more aloof. Uh, it doesn't matter a lot though that Freemasonry, the truth of it, is not going to be determined by what they're like personally. But we're going to look more at are these conspiracies credible and we'll look at what Freemasonry actually believes and teaches.
and then we'll answer, is it or is it not compatible with the Christian faith? I used to listen a lot to uh, another bizarre conspiracy theorist, Tex Mars. He's some guy from Texas, but you'd think he's more likely from Mars with some of the crazy things he says. And he made a statement with no evidence. He told us that, that Benjamin Netanyahu, the Israeli leader, goes to the Masonic Lodge in Tel Aviv. Perhaps he does. That wasn't the crazy thing he said, though. It was what he said after. And he then told us that Saddam Hussein goes to the Masonic Lodge in Baghdad. Now, this was during the time when Saddam Hussein ruled in the 1990s. But a few years ago, I looked that up to check and see whether there was any truth to that. And I realised that under Saddam Hussein's regime, anyone who was in the Masonic Lodge could be put to death for being part of, as they called it, a Zionist organisation, which is what they saw Freemasonry as. I once, when I was in America, I bought a Masonic magazine that was defending and promoting Freemasonry. The problem with Freemasonry is getting reliable information is very tough because most Freemasons will not talk about what they do in the lodge because they make an oath of secrecy. So you won't get a lot of information from the Freemasons themselves and the people attacking Freemasonry are usually slandering and lying about it. So reliable information is as rare as hen's teeth sometimes. But this Masonic magazine I got which was bragging about great Freemasons of the 20th century, the past hundred years. There was only two US presidents they listed as being in the Masonic Lodge, and those were Harry Truman and Gerald Ford. In other words, there hadn't been a Masonic leader in many decades. I knew a guy, an ex-alcoholic, a friend of mine I studied with in theology, and he shared with me how he used to be in the Masonic Lodge, and he said the Freemasons worship Lucifer. And I said, wow, that's bizarre. So did you worship Lucifer when you were in the Masonic Lodge? And what he said to me was very telling. He said, no, no, he said, I never did anything like that. But he said, after I left the Masonic Lodge, I read some books attacking Freemasonry and they told me that Freemasons worship Lucifer in the higher degrees or levels. And I thought, aha, uh -huh. he got his information from a book, whether it was credible or not, we don't know, but from his own personal experience, they never did anything bizarre. And I said, so what did you do in the Masonic Lodge? 
And he said, well, we'd just dress up in these suits with a tuxedo and a bow tie and we'd put the aprons around our waist and then we'd go to the Masonic meeting, do a few meaningless rituals over the checkered floor and then we'd spend the evening drinking. And because he was an alcoholic, he loved being in the Masonic Lodge because he could get a, a good drink. But all the bizarre information he got about them came after he left. Uh, Freemasons as well don't take too kindly to people who reject their offer to join the Masonic Lodge. And when I was a young boy, my father was friends with an elderly gentleman in the Presbyterian Church. And he took a very fatherly interest in my dad. He was elderly, my dad was middle-aged, and uh, he used to give me a Mars bar every time we'd go to visit. Very nice man. And one day he said to my dad, what do you think of Freemasonry? And my dad said, well, they do a lot of good charity work, but I'm not so sure about all these uh, handshakes and secret oaths they do and how much that is in common with Christianity. And the man became very cold to him after that and that was the end of the friendship. And I also studied with a theology student once and he told me how his uncle had approached him to invite him to join the lodge and when he declined the invitation his uncle pretty much cut off from him. So now that we've looked at some of the bizarre things about Freemasonry let's look at what they actually are and what they actually believe. How many degrees are there in Freemasonry? Well, when I was in the Presbyterian Church, we knew an elderly Freemason in our church, and one day I read the local newspaper that had a photo of him in his Masonic regalia being made the Grand Lodge Master in our town. And they told us that he had been in the Masonic Lodge for 50 years from when he was in his 30s till then when he was in his 80s and he was a third degree Freemason and at that point my jaw dropped and I thought it took him 50 years to get to the third degree what's all this talk I hear about the 33rd degree it seems in a lot of conspiracy theory literature there's talk of the first, second, third and then 33rd degree. It's as if someone just added an extra three to the third or something. There is a separate organisation from Freemasonry, but it's made up of Masons, called the Scottish Rite, and they do have some more degrees, but in Freemasonry itself it's only three degrees. To join the Masonic Lodge you have to be financially sufficient. The reason they say that is because they don't want people joining just to have doors opened and just to get a 
to get a job or whatever. They want people to come in with no other motive than that they want to join the Masonic Lodge. And what we know about Freemasonry, some Freemasons have claimed that, the, that King Solomon was a Mason or that Adam was a Mason. There's no historical evidence. But the whole idea of Masonry is that they were builders of houses of worship. So in the Western world, historically, Masons were the men who built churches, cathedrals, in the Islamic world, they were men who built mosques. In the Hindu world men and Buddhist world, men who built temples. And so the idea is that it's a fraternity of the men who built the houses of worship, which doesn't literally mean you have to be a carpenter or a builder to join them, but it's this idea that that's their historical roots. And their basic belief in a sentence is the fatherhood of God and the brotherhood of man. They believe that there's truth in all religions and respect for all religions. So it's basically pluralism or syncretism. It's the idea that all religions have truth and Churches and religions should not dictate dogma. That's what they dislike. So if you were to say Jesus is the only way to salvation and Muslims and Hindus should become Christians, they would, Freemasons would get upset at that. And Freemasons, because they're pluralistic, my question, my objection to pluralism is, is it logical? Can Buddha, Muhammad, Zoroaster, Confucius all be prophets of the same God? My question is, well, why did they teach different messages that completely contradicted one another? Take, for example, who was God? The Hindus believe there are millions of different gods. The Buddhists do not believe in an actual supreme being, although they are a spiritual supernatural religion that believes in reincarnation. And the Muslims believe that God is not a trinity and Christians believe that God is a trinity. They can't both be right. Either all religions are wrong, or they're all wrong except one, but they can't all be true. And Freemasonry believes in resisting free evils. The free evils, they say, are ignorance, intolerance, and fanaticism. And anyone listening to that would agree, would say, oh yeah, look, I'm against that. And I myself would like to think and say that I'm against ignorance, intolerance and fanaticism. But the real problem is what your definition is of intolerance, ignorance and fanaticism. And Freemasons have largely regarded the evangelical and Catholic 
view and Eastern Orthodox, the mainstream Christian view that Jesus is the only way to salvation and they regard that as intolerant. They also regard it as ignorant and they've also condemned the Catholic Church as fanaticism, largely. Many of them, uh, Freemasons that I've met in discussion, condemn the Catholics for the Crusades. But the Crusades were a response after 400 years of Islamic jihad all over North Africa and into Europe. It was nothing more than a long overdue reaction of Christians against Islamic encroachment. And the fanatics were the jihadists, the ones trying to destroy Christendom. And if those jihadists had won, there would be no such thing as Freemasonry because they would wipe out anyone talking about tolerance and pluralism. I also point out to Freemasons that you're a modern 21st century man judging Christians by what they did a thousand years ago when they were fighting for their own survival. And it's very arrogant and ignorant to judge them for what they did to survive. Another aspect of Freemasonry is that the name Jesus is forbidden to be spoken in the Masonic Lodge. And many years ago, at the local shopping centre where I went there, there was a Masonic stand and two gentlemen from the Masonic Lodge with their Masonic badges on had a series of magazines and brochures on Freemasonry. And they gave some to me and I said, thank you, I'll have a read of it. And one was a brochure asking what's wrong with Freemasonry and what are the objections people have? And they listed one of the objections People say that the name Jesus is forbidden to be spoken in the Masonic Lodge. Well, guess what? They said that's true. It is forbidden because we have people of other religions and we do not want, wish to offend them. However, the interesting thing is the name Muhammad and Zoroaster and Buddha and other religious names are not forbidden in Freemasonry. It's only the name Jesus. There are some Orthodox Jews who hate Jesus so much that they forbid his name to be spoken in their homes. And I would have to say that that is fanaticism, to say that the name Jesus cannot be mentioned it's also intolerance. And if someone refuses to join the Masonic Lodge, do they practice intolerance to that person? Freemasons, however, like to say that they are a religious organisation and not a religion. And I accept that they think of themselves that way. They don't think of themselves as a competing religion to all the other religions, but they see themselves as a men's fraternity 
However, when they call the one God of all the different religions the grand architect of the universe, that does sound like a distinct religious belief. And there are some syncretistic religions out there. The Sikh religion says there's truth in all religions. The Baha'i religion also claims the same thing. But whether it's Freemasons or Baha'is or Sikhs, they... I'm sure they think of themselves as tolerant and trying to bring all the religions together. And I very strongly believe in tolerating different beliefs, but that doesn't mean I have to agree with contradictory religious dogma. Because to me, it would be ignorant and illogical to do so. And Freemasons, to their charity, to their credit are involved in a lot of charity, a lot of uh, good works, a lot of hospitals and a lot of other things have been built. And so many of them have done a lot of good for society and they shouldn't be spoken of badly for doing that. Rather, we need to look at it from the main problem with Freemasonry. And the simple fact is that Freemasonry is different from Christianity and in contradiction to it. Can a Christian then be a Freemason? I believe they can if they're ignorant of what they're doing, but at the same time I don't believe it would help their Christian faith and if anything it might compromise it. The Catholic Church has forbidden Catholics from joining Freemasonry since 1738. And this was reaffirmed in 1983. There was also, under the Code of Canon 1917, Canon 2335, there's excommunication for those in the Masonic Lodge and those conspiring against governments or the church and in 1983 they declared that it was a grave sin and if you're in the Masonic Lodge you cannot take communion and in 2013 Pope Francis condemned Masonic lobbying and he reaffirmed the Catholic condemnation of Freemasonry but what does the Bible say if you're someone who is a Freemason, it probably would make no sense for a Christian perspective when you think it doesn't matter what religion you believe. But in Exodus chapter 20, verse 7, it says, Do not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. And in Exodus 20, verses 2 and 3, a few verses before, it talks about how the God of Israel is the only true God. And John chapter 14 verse 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. The only way we can get to the fatherhood of God and a brotherhood of mankind is through Jesus Christ. And I do not hate or despise the 
millions of Muslims, Buddhists and Hindus, nor do I hate or despise the Freemasons, especially those who do many good works for society, but I believe that their beliefs are wrong. You cannot have that relationship with God without Jesus Christ. And what Jesus Christ claimed means he either was who he claimed to be or he wasn't. So, rather than looking at bizarre conspiracy theories about Freemasons that are a pack of lies, I found that Freemasonry was a lot more boring and less exciting than we're led to believe. But I'd rather give the boring truth than sensational lies. And I would rather we just condemned Freemasonry for what it is, which is a pluralistic, interreligious group that would deny the uniqueness of Christ. That's all I have to say. Thank you and God bless.